This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. So I just did... Oh, yes, that's right. I did the intro. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just did uh, an episode called Abracadabra. And I started off talking about the um, this word. It just popped into my head. And I just quickly went and looked it up. And I'd, I'd already... I already knew about it, just just got a bit more information. But also there was a reference to uh, Carl Jung through alchemy. And so that took me in a different direction. Why? Uh, the So the talks started off with talking about the word, abracadabra, and its history, and, you know, that it's used for entertainment. Uh, you know, it's this, it's this word used, used by, still used by magicians, you know, almost like a cliche. You know, you say the magic word, and then whatever the spell is occurs. So there's an element of word of power. And I ended the previous episode talking about uh, Le Guin... Ursula K. Le Guin's use of that in Earthsea. And then I also uh, wrote about... <laughs> I wrote about... Uh, I, I had read this essay that was comparing Le Guin with Tolkien, and I believe there was another author, and talking about the use of language, the power of language... I have talked about Tolkien before, but I haven't talked about uh, Le Guin, really. And in one of the books, I think it's The Farthest Shore, it gets more into the use of language. Uh, incorrect. Uh, language is used at the very beginning, and perhaps it has to do with a mastery of language that is, occurs later. At the, at the beginning, there's a kind of innate sense, uh, sort of a, a primal knowing that leads the main character to uh, big changes. I'm just, I'm just sort of critiquing. I, I, love, I love all of the Wizard of Earthsea, the Earthsea books, but... Just critiquing sort of the first book has this, you know, the, the, the teenager who is taught a lesson, right? Who, uh, the teenager who um, pride, yeah, there we go, pride goeth before the fall. And I think that, that yeah, that, that's something that I didn't like early on because that wasn't my experience. Instead, I was living with very prideful. I was, you know, surrounded by people who would, uh, at least, sort of, you know, that's how I'm looking at it through that lens now and going, uh, and so, you know, for me, there wasn't the association of, you know, oh yes, that's like me. And yet there was a, a, an association going on, but of a different kind. Hello, Mr. Whiskers.
Are you talking beef? Mr. Whiskers is up, bright and early, catching mice. Okay, I think he tried to give Mr. Whiskers an egg, boiled egg. It wasn't hot, it was all, all nice and everything. I thought, but Mr. Whiskers was like, nope, I want the good stuff. Right, so language I've mentioned in uh, Tolkien, I've mentioned before, that the language is... And so I'm slightly not... Um, I'm slightly... I feel like I'm not remembering it quite right, but it had to do with... Um, like, say, I, I'd read a letter of his... Uh, where he was, and and it was a collection. I don't have access to his letters. <laughs> yes, Tolkien sent me lots of letters. We had a wonderful correspondence. He called me Mossy. I called him... Well, his first name was John, right? Called him Johnny. No, no, no. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I read a letter and he was talking about his, how he was uh, dividing up and differentiating um, magic. What was his magic system? Um, way before the term magic system existed, uh, or world building. And, and so he was talking about it and saying that there, the division is basically between um, enchantment which you can see the word chant in, and then, um, and then the other was, uh, yeah, it, it was just magic. And magic was all about power, and uh, enchantment was all about wonder. And it should, it should be, you, could, you can see the illustration, and um, just you know, playing with that, uh, it came up. I remember, I've referred to this before at, at a, the convention last year, that a um, one of the um, convention attendants, they were at this panel, I was on the panel, and we were talking about magic systems, and they were talking about how uh, it had to do with language, it had to do with singing, and that that was where the enchantment was coming from. And two, there's a, there's a lot of poetry in, say, Lord of the Rings. Um, there's, if you go to the Silmarillion, right to the beginning, there's this huge creation of everything that's happening. And that's through song. So, um, yeah. So, get it, let's get back to words. Words of power. I mentioned in the other episode... I was talking about abracadabra as being this, uh, I don't think I mentioned that it was a talisman, but that it was used, that the word was used, You, I think even it was like with paper, and that you would uh, cross off the letters, or say that you would say it, you would read it, and you would slowly cross off the last letters until you got to the letter A. 
and then the, the letter A was gone. Uh, and that doing this uh, ritual, um, you could call it a spell, um, in my mind it's, it's a placebo, and that it creates a kind, a kind of psychological effect, right? That you're sitting there, you know, th thinking about this, this thing. Um, and and I, I would equate it right up there with, uh, with prayer, right? Or prayer or um, other forms of ritual. And there's a very good example of prayer using language in order to achieve an effect. A mantra, there's a great example right there. Another one. From uh, from a different culture, and then um, <laughs> and then and then most recently, say affirmations, which are basically mantras. It's just these this prayer reel, this uh, repetition of uh, of a phrase or a few words. It's almost like a, you know, in a, in a way you're kind of convincing yourself. Uh, I don't want to say. Um, brainwashing, but conditioning. So you're conditioning your brain, uh, and then well, I'm just thinking of another. If I'm, I'm making a cup of tea, if you're wondering what the sound is. So uh, okay, so getting back to uh, the use in fantasy, like say in, the, in these magic systems. <clears throat> Sorry, one last segue. In uh, in India, the word uh, Om, O M, which is you know in heavy rotation for meditation, and uh, kind of kind of gotten a bit cliche with the um, say you know coming out of the '60s into the '70s and people sitting cross-legged and just saying Om and. Meditation is fantastic, don't get me wrong. So there's that. But there's actually, it's written down, there's a symbol. And as I understand it, that that symbol is, uh, it almost looks like the, the number, th is it the number three? I think it's the number three. And a, a few sort of swoops, like a crest on top, and a couple things attached to it. And that it's symbolic of the um, the spark, uh, or the you know the center of the universe, the spark of the universe, the creation, the Big Bang, right? Um, and that's that's something that I sort of immediately go to uh, the the logos um, in uh, yeah in Christianity and um, this Greek word for I, I believe it just means word, um, logos. You can kind of see logo in it. Uh, I think that logic is from that, the word logic. So, so, so why do this? Why go there? Uh, I, I, I think it's unavoidable, especially, say, if you're from that... Um, if you know, say you can't get away from your culture, you can't get away from traditions, and to uh, to address them is a, is a way to um, 
rather than say suppressing it, right? Or the baby in the bathwater situation, right? There is something of value there before extremists, you know, hijack it. There's there's uh, there's something going on. There's you know there's obviously something that um, is important, was important, probably will be important to a group of people. I'm just thinking of my own sort of my own families, right? And they, you know, they were all that's something that they were all involved in in one way or another. Um, the big split is uh, Catholic and Protestant. So I'm a I'm a product of of that. Um, it's interesting too, yeah. Sort of you know the summer of love. You know, let's reconcile and put aside our differences. You know, until the you know until the drugs wear off, and you know, and then we'll you know get back to um, you know denominational division, right? So, you know, <laughs> the two shall never meet, but they just did. Ah, so. Uh, so, so that's one of my kind of uh, interests is difference, right? You know why, and uh, it's interesting also to you know to be looking into it and finding out, and you know it's about it's about corruption and it's about an inability to um, to deal with that corruption, and it, yeah, and and basically. Um, you know, it's that. There is also, though, politics. There's uh, so other other kinds of greed. You know, people who are looking at it and going, you know, if we can if we can break away from these, you know, Catholics, then, you know, we can, <clears throat> you know, we can keep that money. For example, right? That's just one sort of aspect avenue of it. Why? Uh, tithe, right? Because yeah, I think it's you give ten percent of your income, and so for the Protest for the Protestants, you know the the political side of the equation, the um, the money makers and the money rakers, right? That they that would be that would be of interest. Kingdoms, monarchies, and 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 leading to you know bloodshed and warfare. Uh, over the matter, which seems you know, it's like it's high, it's high, you know, it's, it's highly unChristian, but and then, yeah. This is not a history lesson. <laughs> so getting back to the su subject at mind, words of power. Uh, in Le Guin, it has to do with with say knowing the the true name of something in in the big case it's a dragon like knowing a dragon's true name and that most people um the main character included have uh two names they have say their their true name you're supposed to keep secret and then the the name that you would use you know with everybody else there's an interesting notion of um propaganda there of uh, manipulation right of of knowing a person's you know true name, then I can get you to do things right that you will um, obey or uh, you know I will be able to sway you know you uh, almost like kind of a um, I'm trying to think of characters that 
you know, from various, you know, almost like a trope of um, somebody who's able to sort of hypnotize somebody else and get them to do things. And um, a bit of a, a Jedi mind trick, right? These are not the droids you're looking for. Uh, something along those lines. And there's a kind of notion of uh, weak-willed, right, or weak-minded. And there's a bit of truth to that if if it's true that, say, 60% of people you can, you can get them to do, like, um, that under duress, right? Not everybody, of course, but, you know, of that 60% that, that they will, um, and ag again, the, under duress, right, say that the 40% will refuse. You probably have, a, you know, like I say, a small group who will, you know, just sort of, you know, no, <laughs> I'm not going to push the button to electrocute somebody in the other room. I will not do that. Uh, yeah, so there's, so there's just, you know, there's just a bit, this bit of um, manipulation. I'm sort of reminded of, um, was it Neuro Linguistic Programming, NLP, and I'm trying to remember if I actually met a guy, um, and, and I didn't. Uh, I sort of, I skirted that, but it sounded, it sounded like the most bizarre sort of uh, encounter. And I heard about it through um, a roommate back 25 years plus. And um, I think it, I think it might've been actually, I think it might've been actually after that. I didn't hear the whole story. You know, while we were living together, my roommate was telling me about, about this guy who was, who, who, who was involved in this thing, right? And for me, it was just like, you know, oh, okay, right. Um, um, but, and to, it, wasn't, it wasn't until later that I sort of heard the whole story, right? And then, you know, apparently this guy, you know, had firearms and um, he's a drug dealer. And uh, I'm trying to remember more, but um, th there's, there's a lot of sort of uh, power issues there and a sort of an, an, an odd an odd situation I think to encounter somebody like that <laughs> so yeah so uh, neurolinguistic programming it's this notion that say that you can um, uh, mind control that you can get people to do things and again I, I think it has to do more with the 60%, right? And that it's under duress. Um, and that say, yeah, you know, you might be able to encounter, you know, a very few of those people in the 60% who will just obey, right? You know, it'll be like, oh, look, you know, I'm, you know, I'm controlling them. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, for people who, you know, that that's important to them, that domination is, is, you know, there's there's something about them, their character, that they require this, you know, to to have this feeling that they that they don't have the feeling of um, completeness, whatever. You know, instead they're looking for it outside, right? You know, and if I can manipulate, right? If I can have these people doing what I say, then you know, you know, I'm I that I feel good, right? And I'm, it's uh, empowering, which is not.
Yeah, I don't think that that's the right terminology for it, right? That it's, just, you know, obviously perverse. And, um, yeah. And I'm just thinking that there's probably a couple people out there, a couple, that you know, that would disagree and say, you know, nope, this is, this is how we like it. It works for us, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a match made in something. Yeah, so it seems like I'm talking about words and about power, and just sort of to sort of circle back on what I'm doing. It has to do. It does have to do with empowerment. It has to do with creating um, a power. Uh, it also has to do with externally sort of breaking down these barriers between um, myself and and the outside and doing that through language. And two, I like it because, uh, you know, phys physically, right, you know, that no one gets hurt physically, that there's a dialogue, again, with words, and there's an opportunity, uh, a golden opportunity, right? So, I, you know, to, to improve, fix things. So that is... You know that is that is a great way to do it in in my books. <laughs> Literally, figuratively, right. Ret returning to language, um, like a magical language, in in fiction. So, so the, there's a notion of that there's um, that there's something uh, concealed that there's there's um, there's kind of a there's a kind of a secret code element to it, and that you know if if you have access uh, to this knowledge that you will be. Um, yeah, if you have access to this knowledge, then you're going to be able to do amazing things. Just open the tea bag. And that this that this knowledge is not accessible to everybody. I mean, this you know, you know, these this word of power or words of power, and instead, uh, that that most people don't have. The uh, this language, in a sense, uh, th these these words, you know, would you know allow you to do amazing amazing things. Something I like about it, and and don't like. I'll get to the don't like later. But something I like about it is thinking of it like the Matrix, right? Where we're living in this. Um, construct and it's got it's building blocks um, and that it's 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 code it's computer code it's it's been programmed and it can be reprogrammed right it's, it's totally possible to to change and to um, uh, shift it around and you know in that in that you know sort of altering of the code that you could create uh, th things that would look like magic, right? 
And uh, so you'd you know, be reprogramming, sort of stick in a subroutine where all of a sudden you're able to shoot you know, lightning out of your uh, wand, right? So I'll take this stick here and with a little bit of reprogramming it, I, you know, I can turn, I can give myself this ability to do this thing. So, uh, so I, I like the notion, but I also don't like the notion of say that, you know, we're living in this virtual reality because it kind of steals the thunder. How so? It, it feels like more like it, it leans towards the, the issue of power and, um, Instead of real, it becomes like say supernatural, and oh, Moss, why do you like the supernatural? Well, <laughs> um, I like I like the imaginary. I like the imagination, right? That's you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of power there, and I think I think there's enough power there, and 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 that definitely exists. You know, oh, Moss, do you have doubts that, you know, is it possible that the supernatural does exist? And it's like, well, yeah, within stories. It's like, oh, that's not what we mean, right? We want it to be real. And they go, well, yeah, you know, I, I, want, to, I want to grow wings and fly, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, what about ghosts? <laughs> you know, ghosts could be real. Uh, and too, I'll, I'll just I'll stick to my guns that uh, um, let's let's bring it back to let's bring it back to words of power. Um, there's a there's an interesting thought that you know say you look at components right you look at um, you know the periodic table and you go well look everything is made out of these you know tiny building blocks right and <clears throat> you put them together in new and interesting combinations and you know boom that's what you know that's what everything is made out of it's kind of like a, a painting set. You know, and so, uh, you know, yes, yes, and no. Um, it's it's incredibly, it's an, an incredibly complex painting set. It's microscopic, <clears throat> and 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 to sort of suggest that w words are right, or that you know each of these like tiny little um, atoms. You know that it is, um, it is a, a word, right, or a sound. And then you're combining, combining these uh, these sounds together in in order to sort of create some some kind of um, ability to say rearrange something. It's 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 interesting, but even in the sense of world building that. You know, with, without limitations, um, th that there would be this 
you know, sort of ability to sort of, you know, make someone just poof, vanish, or change them into something else. Um, what what are the limitations? Why? Because in story, the the limitations are strengths. Uh, or say, if you can make a weakness a strength, right? You know, that that's, that's a, a better story. A more interesting character, right, who's, who's fighting against their flaw, for example. There we go. The, their flaws are their strengths. But in, in the case of talking about this magic system, right, that it would have to have... I, th- I think that <laughs> I think that I'm, I'm accidentally um, subconsciously working on my own sort of own system, you because know, I have something I have something similar, but I haven't you know it's not all sort of beautiful, you know? and and too there's lots of time to make it so. Right, so uh, these these magic words. <clears throat> Yeah, so I'm talking about something that's unlike, um, I'm thinking Harry Potter, where there's a, a component to spells that is spoken, and that it has to do with, you know, you're pointing your wand, and then you speak, and then, you know, there's this event that happens. And I want it to be much more complicated and rigorous, it could even be that there's a musical component to the spell, to what is said, right? That it has to be in, in um, what is it? it? Has to be in pitch, right? It has to be, uh, it has to be music. It has. To, oh, there we go. Harmony. Say that. Um, yeah. Uh, otherwise, otherwise it won't work. And so that's something that appeals to me. That's a, a limitation. And that you would have to be good with, a, sort of say, a kind of music in a sense. It, it seems it seems like say with, um, the Wizard of Earthsea or the Earthsea books that they are about. Just gathering my thoughts here. They're about somebody who. Um, it's like, say, Sparrowhawk, I think another name is Ged, and it has to do with an individual who is talented from the start, right? That they have this natural ability that other people don't have. There's something a bit kind of um, genetic about it, too, that, you know, there's a family, there's, you know, a relative that has this, um, it almost feels like it's a, a gene, uh, you know, a magic gene that is that say jumps. I, I'm just thinking of my own family and, you know, the, the, the branching out of, of, out of the tree. And there's traits that are, that say jump or say, maybe they're very subtle in other people, but more pronounced in, in others. I'm thinking of one is um, curly or wavy hair, right? Another one is height, you know, that some, some, some people in the family, you know, get tall, and others stay at sort of a medium. Uh, I'm trying to think of any short people. Not really, not really short, but definitely, you know, medium. Uh, five, six, right? That's what I'm thinking. 
um, somewhere around five six. Maybe smaller, you know. Um, yeah. And again, I'm I'm looking for uh, limitations, right? That say some people, you know, just they're just they're not um, they're not talented at it. They're not skilled at it. I'd like the idea though that you could be if you were so driven, so inclined, much like say um, writing, because you could have someone who's just a natural, very talented, but if you sit down and talk with them, they don't have, you know, they don't have the, you know, the the way. They don't have the way, they don't have the notion. Um, they're just, you know, they're a prodigy, they're just raw talent. And say that you could take them and you could make something um, out of it, maybe working with them, and that over time they would learn how, you know, they would learn how to do what they're doing in order to... Um, I'm just thinking of, you know, you sit down and you write something and it, boom, there it is, right? Versus... Um, the rest of us who sort of are spending time going over it and that there's an artistry and a craft to it. <laughs> Boss, are you poo-pooing people with natural talent? No, I'm just saying that they are, you know, that that's one part of it, you know, that, you know, to have some skills, you know, that that's, that's helpful, but you, that you've, you do have to, there's so much to learn and, why not learn? And, you know, because say, you know, that person who's just brilliant at the beginning, right, think of how much more awesome they could become. Or, or you know, it could totally, you know, spoil it. I, I'm just thinking of, you know, the magic and the mystery of it. Right? Sometimes I see that on Twitter. Somebody says, you know, I don't want to know, right? You know, it's... It's just it's just for them, and they find therapy in it, and it's you know they're expressing themselves, and you know they don't want to talk with, they don't want to they don't want to talk shop, right? You know they just want to sort of plug in, have a connection, and um, that's fine. Right, words of power. So we are we are halfway there. We've reached the midpoint. Well, where, this is interesting, where I was at before I reached the halfway point and I started talking about, um, I, I started to talk about what I'm doing with words and how eventually in that episode I ended up at the end, what I came away with was, and just developing, talking about um, ending this difference between what's going on on the inside versus what's going on the out, on the outside. Um, I don't know if I said, but, I, you know, in, to my understanding that that's ego death, that's ending the division, the separation of that's, you know, of the within to the outside. And so that can sound kind of confusing. Um, but just that there's a greater connection with, uh, nature with other human beings, a greater connection with um, one's own experience and a greater appreciation and a greater sense of uh, wholeness and completeness. So that's, that's what's going on. That's what's happening um, uh, with, with what I'm doing, with where I'm going 
and um, it's a it's a big part of um, the arc, right? Say my main character and the other characters who are um, supporting and helping her get to uh, where she's going ultimately, um, which is this experience of um, ending this division, right? And there's a frightening thing, though, that happens there because you cease to be who you were and you become something, you become something greater. You, and, you know, it's it's weird because... Hmm. No, I have experienced it. It's that it's just for me. It's fleeting, and it's just you know, okay. We're gonna we're starting again, right? We're you know, we're um. We had that experience. the The Buddhists say, uh, "Was it after enlightenment? You you know, chop wood and carry water, and." Am I saying it's enlightenment? In my case, I really could not care about enlightenment. I could not care about, you know, if it's a transcendent experience. You know, I, you know, I just want my 50%. And I don't... Uh, uh, what? You know, that's, yeah, where, what I'm working towards with this. And... Why? <laughs> There's a whole bunch of people who, who are saying that it's it's possible to have a life, you know, it's possible to have an ex, you know experience of living where you are, um, that there's this balance, right, of of the outside and the inside, and that you're not um, cut off. And I can I can say that too that that um, you know. For a long time, that it was that there was there was just the outside, right? That there was no connection with the inside, and there was this really early on. There was this numbness, this um, yeah, and it was it was severe and just you know drastic. Um, and and I like the notion of of a balance. Um, because there is a, a, an empowerment there. There's a sense of self-empowerment of the, say, you, or say that I, that I'm worth as much as what's going on on the outside. <laughs> and, you know, if, if what's happening on the outside is, you know, if, if it, you know, truly is a wasteland, right? Um, which, which, which is a horrible experience, uh, you know, it, it, it's pointless. It's the you know, ex existential nightmare, and so why, why not, uh, why not have a little piece of paradise to um, to keep you going? I remember I'm, I remember having a conversation with a, Christ, a Christian and mentioning sort of attempting to translate it and saying, saying, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, sort of, uh, you know, having an experience of paradise. Y you don't want to say heaven, right? Because, you know, that's, that's not, it's interesting because, it, you know, that's not what Christians believe. Christians believe that they're going to go end up in a, in a place called New Jerusalem. 
uh, you know, this is from the, the end of the Bible, that there's this, uh, there's this final destination. And, uh, you know, but on the outside of it, all you hear is like, you know, oh, you die, you go to heaven. And actually, no, that's not, that's not it at all, right? So, you know, that's like, oh, well, that's interesting. But, uh, but paradise, no. <clears throat> and yet, that it feels that's what it feels like for me sometimes. Where that say I am, um, I manage to manipulate the code. Uh, like say, you know, I might even be doing a podcast, talking or thinking, or I, you know, I'm working on the story, and I get to a point. I might even be like brainstorming, but it is, I get to a point where there is this experience of peace and that there's this experience that there's, you know, that, uh, what is it? Not worrying, right? Just boosh, letting go, not, not, you know, desiring whatever the, you know, the thing is to have. And instead, you know, just sort of embracing what, you know, one does have, <laughs> which is, is difficult when you're writing a book because it's it's like going oh it's like oh um because of course you know you want you desire it to be over you want it to be finished right you um it's like you know letting go of that and just allowing it to sort of you know okay you know it's gonna it's gonna happen when it happens <clears throat> Bring it on home, Moss. Let's go. So, uh, uh, words of power. Uh, maybe going back to what Tolkien was saying, and, and that it's actually not words of power, but words of wonder, and that making a distinction uh, between the two. I guess that it, it would have to be a, a it's a personal distinction, and or say it's it's a it's words of empowerment or self-empowerment. Um, just, just something that, that clarifies uh, what, what, exactly, um, what exactly is going on. I'm thinking of, of sort of almost like a deeper use of the words, as Tolkien was saying, that there's, you know, he's got magic that is magic, and then he's got magic that is um, enchantment. And... In telling a story and writing, there is, there is the intention. Like, what is the intention? Is the is the intention to, um, is especially say for him and C.S. Lewis coming out of their experience that they're conscious of the totalitarian, right, or the the effects of war. Um, You know they're see they're seeing this, they're seeing this uh, foreign and yet not so foreign power, is um, it, you know attempting to take over, defeated, but then you know that doesn't stop it and it comes back uh, even stronger. But say the intention of the work, and 
the intention of the story and your intention, like say what you're heading out to do. I'm just thinking of the, you know, one's story in total and not just say a book, but thinking about, okay, well, what, what is the thing, what is the course that you're setting for even, even your life, right? You know, this is your legacy. You get to do this thing and how's it, how's it going to, how's it going to turn out, right? Um, it might not turn out exactly the way you want, but there's a good chance that it's a lot of it is going to be how you're how you're positioning yourself, right? Going okay. That's the that's the direction I'm going in. I'm heading in, and you know, an end goal in mind. But say that you know more. It's more the doing of it and what what the experience is going to be later for the people reading it, right? Will they receive your intention? Right, what you're what you're giving them uh, is it going to be clear? Is it going to be effective? Like, say, are they going to be transported, and um, are they going to relate to it, relate to the characters, relate to the situations? Will it have meaning? Right? Will it be, or will it be just something that somebody just like you know throws it aside? You know, they get through it, but it doesn't really affect them any anyhow um, that said it's not going to move everybody it's not going to um, have an effect for everybody and so that's a consideration as well as to sort of not th- spread it thin but instead to you know direct it to a certain group and say this is for you this is you know this is my heart and soul and my psyche and you know whatever else you want to say blump 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 that's it And as we move towards finishing up with words of power, and I don't, it doesn't feel, it's it's one of those times where it doesn't feel like I've managed to say, it. this started off with abracadabra, it started off with not knowing what it was, you know, that was sort of bubbling up from, you know, to the surface, and so up out of the id, out of the unconscious collective, right? This duk 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 duk, blub blub blub, and um, yeah, there's this word that on one hand is nonsensical, doesn't mean anything, uh, and yet it it does. It has these suggestions of of being right, and having this um, uh, enchantment or power. Uh, is it enchantment or magic, um, wonder or power? Um, to it, right, and it's, in, in my book, it's a creature of the imagination, I'm just thinking too, well, what about bringing that magic, like say in my story, what about bringing that, those words of power out into the quote-unquote real world, and, um, Ultimately, it has its ceasing a division um, between the two. Like, say, in in my the way I'm looking at it is that the that the outside world is something of um, power, whereas the inside world is something of wonder. And 
that that there is this conflict between the two and that ultimately it's looking for this synthesis um You know, we start off with all of this wonder, but we're in a world of power, right? We're in a world of bizarre, you know, corruption. You know, it just doesn't make sense. Um, it's it's so petty, and it's um, it's it's weird because say like you know, as children, right? You know, it's like. Maybe it's just that we were never, you know, given power to the degree that some people do have and who are um, allowed to continue, right? And it's just mind-boggling, right? That, say, their parents don't step in and say, you know, yeah, you know, you might, you might be 40 years old, but buddy, you know, you're gonna, you have to go stand in the corner now, right? Or whatever the, you know, you're grounded or, you know, we're going to take away your... Um, whatever. <laughs> um, for for me, it's moving towards the synthesis. It's moving towards the the argument, um, the thesis, which is is that you know there's this wonder inside of us, and then the antithesis, this argument, this contrast of. Um, there's this external power that is uh, crippling, right? And that it can cripple. And and then this synthesis where ultimately I'm headed with myself, my writing, my story, my characters, my, my setting. And... And, and yet I'm saddled with this um, uncertainty of um, I'm, I'm going and doing this thing, but I, I don't have the, um, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just that I'm not there and yet, and it's really just the doing of it and, and feeling that, you know, that it's, it's important and um, essential. It's essential to be asking these questions and to be, um, I, I, so I came away from looking at this one word and going and looking at this comment about, you know, ultimately it's about, it's about with oneself. It's just, you know, ending this difference between the inside and the outside. And, um, and yeah, so I'm moving in that direction. But it's almost it's almost like culture shock, actually. That's what it feels like. It feels like, you know, going to a completely different country, and um, you know, being and speaking, um, learning a different language on the way, and. And and two that it, that it's going to be, it's going to be a weird thing to be fully there, right? To be you know, f f you know, to be fully you know um, balanced, and um, to be what is it called when you have sort of like two things that are mixed together, and 
yeah, that there's less differentiation between the two. Um, just sort of intellectually, I'm kind of, I, I think that's the word is like, that it, it feels a bit scary because, because I, I, kn I know that this sort of the mixing of, say, you know, the fantasy world and the real world, right, that it becomes, um, it becomes the same thing, right? that, you know, the, the mind and then the experience. And too, I'm not saying it. I'm not, I feel like I'm not saying it accurately. But I'm, I've had moments where I'm, I'm able to imagine it and go, you know, yeah, okay, I can see, um, I can see my main characters existing in this kind of state. Uh, main, main, main character, my characters, I guess, just saying that I can see my story you know, exist, having elements, that there's elements from the outside world, you know, and there's elements from the inside world, and that there's this corresponding and mixing. Um, so, yeah, so I can see it, but it's... Uh, um, there's a, the uncertainty, right? And so, if it's so uncertain, why do it? Um, hope? <laughs> Also, too, moments, moments of sort of moments where I can see the way, where I can, you know, go, you know, yeah, this is this is the way to do this thing, and um, there's also a greater suggestion of um, a greater suggestion of peace and of setting aside differences. You know, rather rather than uh, conflict, you know, and just sort of like you know, I, you know, I I don't want to fight you, uh, and and that's that's the say the message, you know, that sort of like say with my, with me that's like I don't want to fight myself, I don't want to, um, I don't want to have this conflict anymore. I don't I don't have to, you know. There's, um, yeah. For me, it's just you know I want it more and more and more. It's like, you know, it's 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 too slow. Come on, let's let's speed it up and let's let's get there sooner instead of later. Um, but it it's happening, it's happening slowly but surely. <laughs> now it's five minutes. Quick summarize. So. We started off. Uh, we started off with a review of the last episode, talking about this magic word, and then we got into talking about words of power in fantasy fiction and um, different different ways of seeing them, and then um, and then it's also it's also talking about. Um, it's also talking about, say, you know, the use, the use of that, like, say, you know, well, well, how, you know, why would you use those kind of, um, kind of ideas, and to, to what point, and to what end, it really, it, it's, it's, it's language, really, right, it's, it's, it's the power of language to 
inform people, um, to, but also to sway people, and it's it's the ability to um, question, right? Argue. It's the ability, you know, of uh, you know of rhetoric, and a quest, a quest for the truth, but also a rejection of of the truth. Um, that it's that it's so essential to, you know, to uh, shape facts and to sway popular opinion. And we and we do this with language. Language has has the ability to to reshape the world, and um, you know, say the right things, you know, go the right way, um, <laughs> go the left way, <laughs> say the left things, um, say the centrist things, <laughs> but uh, the other thing too is that language is is shaping right now and yeah you know if you look around everything you know wherever you are whatever you're doing it has been shaped um, by language you have been shaped by language everything that you have done and are doing and will do it it's all language based and so it's let's see uh, you, so yeah, you're listening to someone who's who's come from who's who's from a um, a subculture, a subculture of well, a, a subculture. Of this, and I I keep trying to sort of you know save something and um, you know oh well, there's this good thing and that good thing, but it's there's so many lies and there's there's so it's so much there's so much about say swaying and domination and um secrets right and you know secrets are all about language right the concealment of of uh words right don't say certain things and um, don't let certain people find out you know something on on multiple levels, right, and and different different like there's a whole spectrum of um, of secrecy. So that's you know, and I think I think we're all there to some degree, but you know, you're this is who I am, and it's uh, you know the art of concealment and blending in, and we're all there from you know in one degree or another, but that element of, of secrecy and of, you know, sort of, of, of hiding within a group of people. And I don't think, I don't think it is entirely possible. And, um, say I'm not sitting here going, you know, yes, I am a master. Um, and yet to, to some degree, uh, that is the case that, you know, not just, um, you know, yeah, within my community, that you know, sort of, you, that you you have to operate um, below the radar, and 
and we're talking about words of power um, and I'm, I'm sort of wrapping it up and once again I'm feeling like I'm not doing this you know great job at at communicating I've, I've said everything but I'd almost like to suggest that there's a word that's that's missing, that there's a, a word that it's a word that have, has been denied, or that some something is um, something is out of alignment, and if if there was only a way to sort of say to tune in, and it feels like I'm getting better and better at that. Um, sort of finding uh, finding something, making something that works for me, and it and to it all has to do with language, and uh, so you know creating something, building something, and and two, it's it's for myself, but I'm also doing it for another, and you know say you know wel- welcoming them and figuring it out but at the same time building right and going okay this is you know have i have an idea of where everything's going and yeah creating this experience out of words and really it there is a a, a virtual reality component to story to storytelling Right, that it is a, a, the manufacturing of uh, of of a reality, <laughs> of an experience. If you can do it well, if you can pull it off, it's amazing. Thanks for listening. Take care.